Okay, this is like the f- fucking 90th time I've f- done this intro because I just keep rambling. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. It's me, Zach Amon, your host of the podcast, Everybody Loves Amon. Um, my guest this week was Sean Singleton, really funny guy, local Tulsa comic. I like him a lot. I think we're going to be best friends after this episode. Uh, check out new episodes every Wednesday on iTunes or um, the Himalaya which is a cool little podcasting app, very smooth, very easy to use. I like it a lot. And uh, I'll get it on YouTube eventually. It just takes forever to get anything on YouTube. and uh, But I'll get there. <laughs> I'll get there. And uh, bah, 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 random shout-out to a podcast, the People Persons Paper Podcast, hosted by uh, one of my guests here, Hilton Price, and uh, also hosted by Brian Sittler, who's also a really cool guy. Hey, Brian, what's up? I uh, really like the dude as well. It's a great little podcast. If you love The Office, they watch an episode. They break it down, like really break it down. I was actually uh, pleasant. I was like, whoa, shit, I've actually got to do some homework because I have been on an episode. So you can, if you want to go listen to me on one, I was on season three, the convict episode, uh, fun episode, one of my favorite Office episodes, actually. Uh, so that's kind of cool. So go check that show out. I'm just going to start uh, shouting out podcasts that I like because, you know, we need to support each other, guys. We live in a time of negativity, a lot of negativity going around, and I feel like we need to be more positive. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Tidying Up a Marie Kondo, and I've been finding a lot of things that spark joy in my life, and it's been really helpful because, like, I'm not the most, like, happy person, you know? I, uh, I'm i very realistic. I look at the world in a realistic view. Like, I don't see the glasses half full, half empty. I'm just like, drink the damn glass so that I can do the dishes. Like, come on. Uh, so, you know, I hope everyone, you know, I hope you're having a good day. And if you're not, I hope your day gets better. Remember, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're smart, you're funny, you're intelligent. Uh, Those shoes are banging, that jacket is sick, nice hair. Um, Where'd you get them glasses? I like your nails, you know. Whatever you need to get you through the day, get through the day. Because at the end of the day, uh, we're all in this together. We all share this big stupid circle we call Earth. and Or globe, sorry, globe, not a circle, globe. At least I didn't say it was flat. (laughs) We call Earth. And, uh, you know... We got to start enjoying it now because in the path we're going, we're all going to be dead in 10 years. And, you know, that's it is what it is. So enjoy life while you can. And uh, fuck Donald Trump. And thank you guys so much. And I'll see you next week. See if it's going. Levels look good. Levels look good. What's up, everybody? It's me, Zach Amon, the host of Everybody Loves Amon, sitting here with my very funny friend, Sean Singleton. Hey, Zach. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to have you. Before we get into everything, my friend, I just want to talk about this because it's just this weird thing that happened to me today. <laughs> my friend sent he. We have a Discord chat. Oh, yeah. And he sends me something, and he goes, Did you know Dan Aykroyd sells Crystal Skull Vodka and has lost his mind? And I was like, I did not know this. And he sends me the commercial of this Dan Aykroyd Crystal Skull Vodka. And he's like, you only have to watch 45 seconds of it to be like, oh, he's a nut job. So I watched the 45 seconds, and it's him talking about aliens and ghosts and all this stuff. And I was like, well, maybe because he was in Ghostbusters, it's a bit, you know? (laughs) And then he unveils the vodka, which is in, like, a crystal skull. And then he goes into the whole, like, legend of the crystal skull. And then I was like, oh, no, Dan Aykroyd has legit lost his mind. I was like, he's a nutjob. <laughs> and then he introduced us to Phil, 
who is the guy that like brews the vodka and phil looks like he eats children like straight up <laughs> deadpan like we quadruple distill the vodka you know and like soak it with children's blood i don't know it was a weird commercial but i really want to try this vodka oh my god yeah i knew it was dan Aykroyd. i yeah. did not know he was that crazy when I first saw it in the liquor store, I thought it was like a weird dated Indiana Jones like yeah. promotional thing. No, that's Jeez. like an actual investment that Dan Aykroyd is involved in. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, something I learned today. <laughs> and I'm just like questioning now. Thanks, Snapple. Yeah. <laughs> so getting into it, we're going into current events. Throw the card. So the first current event, uh, I don't have, I ran out of... Uh, index cards so i've like you, i have all these sticky notes of like oh this is what we need to do and so i have also written it on this notebook over here because i just failed to get stick uh <laughs> post or whatever these are index cards so first big thing uh the government is open again <laughs> oh wow I didn't know for that. uh about three weeks i think is the deal if they can't reach a deal in three weeks everybody thinks the national emergency is going to happen and uh i don't know i don't know if it will i don't I think Trump understand. As I don't want to give him credit of knowing anything, but I think he understands that if he calls a national emergency, like that's really gonna stir the pot. Oh yeah. And so I think he's. I I don't know, but it, at the same time, it's like the Democrats could also fuck us over. Like either side is not doing anything to help the country. They're just trying to pissy piss each other off more and more. Yeah, it's a big dick waving contest. Oh, it's, it's the biggest dick waving contest. Yeah, it's just a not back down on anything. Yeah. Oh my god. And it's like it's nice that the government's going to be open for these 3 weeks, but then it's like in 3 weeks what's next? Like <laughs> what's going to happen? Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale like people are going to be dropping in. It's two senators be, enter. Yeah. Only one leaves. I've always had this idea. It's like it's. I've wanted to do this as a bit where it's like I want to change the voting process to where the basically it's like the Republicans get a football team, the Democrats get a football team. They play. Whoever wins is in charge. <laughs> and it's like they can. And it's like an all-star game. You just go out and draft the players that you want. And what's crazy is the Republicans would never draft any of the black players, so the Democrats would just win every year. Oh, that's okay. That's bad. I thought you were talking about like the senators, like kind of like no, a, no, no, uh, no, no, not like the senators play. Yeah. Although that would be pretty funny. <laughs> like, what is that? Movie? The Longest Yard. Yeah, with, with like congressmen and senators. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. I feel like that would be just like you might get screwed over though, because I feel like yeah. the Democrats have a more diverse. Hey, that's the Republicans' fault for not being diverse, man. No, I feel like diverse <laughs> in a bit. Like, when we're talking football, I feel like it's just going to be like a bunch of chunky older white dudes who've definitely played football back in the day. Yeah, but like, weren't good. No. <laughs> they were just on the team. <laughs> They're those guys who still wear their like school rings. It's like, calm down, dude. It was 100 years ago. Is that a Letterman jacket? Yeah. Maybe like 55? For real. It's like, <laughs> calm down. Uh,. What else is going on in the news? Where's my current events? Okay, yeah, this one. This one that's up right now. Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, slammed Tom Brady over Trump supporting the MAGA hat. So he's really rooting. I was reading this article. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm rooting for the Rams to win, absolutely. He's like, he goes, it's fine. to." Th he's like, I'm just tired of Tom Brady winning. And he goes, and I feel like, he says something where he's like, I feel like he just sent the wrong message by having the hat in the background. It's like, we get it, but don't. You know, it's like, why do you have to make a deal out of it? Mm -hmm. Right. 
So I do hate Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I can't deny that Tom Brady is the goat, but it's also like, how can how has nobody stopped him? (laughs) Like, why can't we stop Tom Brady? (laughs) I feel like he has too much power. Yeah, he's He's getting to a point. Football. Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, I'm I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I think. Yeah. It's cool that like the Rams got in. I guess. Uh, uh, they're the L.A. Rams. Yeah. How many seasons has that been? I want to say like, I feel like it hadn't been very long. Two or three, four yeah. maybe. I it hasn't been more than I don't think it's been more than five years. But then again, I don't pay attention to football. <laughs> I am uh, <laughs> I'm an esports guy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah so what do you so you're not rooting for the patriots this year no i hate i hate tom Brady. i hate the patriots yeah to be honest uh i was bummed the saints didn't go in there i i, I like drew Brees a lot yeah i awesome. will say the call at the end of that game was a little it was bullshit yeah it was I, total because like I, I remember i was at work that night so i didn't get to see the game but i was like following it on twitter and Everyone, like, I got off, or I went back there to check for a little bit, and it was like, everybody was like, Saints got screwed, and I was like, oh, what happened? And then I watched the play, and I was like, oh, wow. I was like, that was blatant. (laughs) I was like, that is bad. And I was like, I don't know a lot about football, but it's like, I can tell that that probably shouldn't happen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm bad when it comes to sports. I kind of watch hockey. I go to a lot of the uh, Oilers games, but outside of that... I think hockey's the sport I've been to the most. Like, I enjoy the most. Like, I like baseball, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't like watching baseball on TV. Baseball's more enjoyable when you're there. Exactly. Uh, Everything else, though, is fine on TV. Because, like, it just gets loud. Oh, way too loud. Yeah. I I went to a Steelers-Ravens game one time. And uh, that's a tense environment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I thought people were going to get murdered going into the game. Like, game hadn't even started, and people were already, like, throwing hands. And I remember at one point, they played this video about being, like, courteous to your neighbors and, like, everyone. And this one Ravens fan in a sea of Pittsburgh fans stands up and starts chanting, let's go, Ravens. Oh, my God. Just, let's go, Ravens, clapping his hands. Only person. He's alone. (laughs) It was either the stupidest or most bravest thing I've ever seen. But the guy in front of me, he turns around and looks at the guy and goes, sit down and shut up, you faggot. And we were like, oh, wow, he didn't watch the video. Like, he didn't pay attention to a single word of that video. Totally missed it. Yeah, completely Whoosh. missed. Went right over his head. Uh, oh, my God. Still a great game, but it was definitely, it was tense. I was like, they're going to kill this Ravens fan. And I was like, and I was in that mode where I was like, oh man, and I'm going to be a part of it. Let's do it. And I was all excited. It was like carnal. Human sacrifice. Yeah, right? I was like, someone's got to take it. Uh, and then the last thing in the current events is Roger Stone got arrested or in whatever. That was pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I haven't looked much into it. Yeah. It's just like everybody associated with this guy has gone to prison or is going to prison. But the, the thing about the Roger Stone thing that cracks me up is like he just looks like a villain. Like a, he looks like a super villain. Like where's my mouse? Here it is. Where's he at? Do they have pictures of this guy? Like look at him. Oh my god. Yeah. He looks like 
he's doing the Nixon peace thing. Like that's the most <laughs> ironic symbol you could throw up at because like he was you know not yeah not <laughs> he someone was, you really want to emulate. Yeah, he was considered guilty. So I feel like at that point it's just an omission of guilt. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, so he got, uh, he's getting indicted. They like, I feel like the raid on his house was a little much. I feel like you could have just like knocked on the door and been like, hey, can you come with us? But <laughs> like Roger Stone, I mean, that means, that must mean he is a supervillain for them to be like, we got to put up a fight because he could turn on some kind of power that we don't know about. <laughs> his whole house starts glowing. <laughs> it's like whenever an X Men, they go in and like try and yeah. capture Magneto and like, yeah. yeah. And he's just like, you picked the wrong day, and just like melts all their guns in front of them. And they're just like, Jesus, he's too strong. Roger Stone's a god. I hope no one cuts that out of context. Roger Stone is not a god. <laughs> he's a sad-looking dude. I'm excited for this old white dude purge. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. I was like, let's bathe in their blood. No, I'm just kidding. That's gross. That's how you get diseases, Sean. I mean, you could be vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, I am. Speaking of vaccinations, did you hear about the kid, the parents that brought their fucking, like, what was it? Measles? Measles or some shit to a basketball game and infected 22 people. Wow. They brought their unvaccinated monster to that a public awful. area. It's like, come on, dude. And ma'am. Dude, I can't stand... Anti-vaxxers are the dumbest. Besides, like, flat earthers, stupid people. <laughs> I didn't believe it when I first started hearing about flat earthers. I'm like, there's no fucking way. No. Yeah. And then I looked into it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. We've regressed. Yeah. So fucking far. And it's like, I can't tell if it's a troll that just became too real, or if, like, people are just so, like, well, I've said it. I have to stay with it now. It's like a combination of people who don't believe in like the moon landing and then fucking dipshits who look at a picture and they're like, where's the curvature, bro? Where's the fucking, like, you know, the moon landing's fake, so where's the curvature on the horizon? It's like, you're this big. Yeah. It's like, look at like a tree. It's like, you know, like humans think we're just these giant things. It's like, we are so small dust in the wind we are man (laughs) go out in the ocean and tell me how big we are (laughs) like go up against a whale come on like i see videos all the time on like twitter of people like kayaking out in these oceans being like look who came to visit me and it's like a family of whales i'm like that thing will kill you I'm like, if it decides to breach the water and fall on you, you're dead. Like, what do you... Like, there's this dude kayaking and an orca swims up. He's like, look at my friend. I'm like, that's a killer fucking... That's a predator. I'm like, that's an animal that probably thinks you're food and it's probably going to fuck your whole day up. <laughs> Not going to lie. Total dream of mine to do. Oh, I God. Did, I did, like, an orca whale watching tour one time when I was a kid. Yeah. And, like, this beats the shit out of sea world any day yeah like see stuff like that like going out on a like a big boat that a whale can't really fuck up like yeah i can, i would be cool for that i like the kayak videos man statistically you're safer there than you are at sea for sea world there yeah there's one documented attack in the wild versus like the 14 i was at one i was at one of the last sea world shows in san antonio where there's someone like got attacked yes oh shit yeah oh I, i'm not fucking kidding we're watching and like the music keeps going and it just the whole energy it was real weird it just yeah. starts to die down and you see the trainers like slapping the water 
and there's just this whale like dunking this guy against oh, the shit. glass and like pushing him down and they finally get him out and then like all the trainers are gone the music cuts off it's kind of like was that on a record player like yeah. that Bo <laughs> why was it on a record yeah, player? just a record scratch yeah. <laughs> and they're like we're gonna ask that everyone please vacate sea world now yeah you just see two guys with shotguns coming yeah. in you're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> someone's gotta put shamu yeah. down shamu fucked up today <laughs> Please deposit your cell phones. We don't want any of you. Yeah. Uh, I think I went to SeaWorld one time a long, long time ago. And the only thing I remember about it was there was a pirate movie. And it was like the first 4D movie I ever saw. But I didn't understand what 4D was at the time. Oh, yeah. So at the end of the movie, the pirate like sticks his head out through this hole. Like, the, like, you know how the screen goes dark? He, like, opens a hole, and he goes, ha, and spits, and the spray shot out of the screen. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, it, like to that day, like, that's the only thing I remember the most from that trip was that I was like, that pirate just fucking spit water out the screen. I was like, how do you do that? And then eventually I learned, and I was like, oh, it's all magic. <laughs> it's all, you know, there's no explanation to it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's crazy. That's cool, though. I mean, it's not. I mean, I'm, was the trainer okay? The trainer know? was fine. Okay. Bigger picture, what was fucked up? Uh, now I feel like a spoiled shit, being like, I got to go to Sea World twice. Uh, I went when I was like four or five. Yeah. And I vaguely remember it. They used to do. This is well before any of the documented attacks. <laughs> they used to pick a kid at random out of the audience and let you ride on the back of Shamu. Oh wow! I got picked. What? I was five. I was yeah. way too scared. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And, like, my dad reminds me about it all the fucking time. Yeah, no, I I feel like you were, like, smart as a child not to do oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. then full circle, then we come back, like, ten years yeah. later, and I watch one almost drown a trainer. I'm like, fuck you, dad. Yeah, like, see what could have happened? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd have done it either. I'd have been like, no, no that's a fucking, that's a monster. <laughs> that thing's huge. Plus, I got a caricature of it, so it's like I did it. I yeah. Mean, the same thing. Yeah. You, know? you were there. Yeah. You got asked. That's the important <laughs> You know? That's insane. Yeah. I have, yeah. No, like, the craziest thing I've ever ridden was a camel. And I was like, that's good enough. <laughs> like, I don't care to ride. I was like, it stinks. Oh, yeah. I think I rode an elephant once, too. But I think there's a picture of me riding an elephant somewhere at, like, a fair. And I was yeah, just like, this poor thing. creature <laughs> just traveling around to these little podunk towns getting ridden by dirty, nasty children. <laughs> just felt so bad. I think, didn't Barnum and Bailey, like, they cut out elephants finally or something? I think so. The Ringling Brothers. One of the yeah. circus companies, they like don't do elephants anymore. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm curious as when the day comes when we finally are like, we should get rid of zoos. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know, man. That, yeah. Because it's like, we're at this period of time where it's like, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> like, True. Because when I went to New York a couple months back, we went to the National History Museum or Natural Museum of History, whatever it's called. You know, the big yeah. one. The, the night at the museum museum. Uh, ben Stiller was there. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, and I'm walking around, like, looking at this stuff. And, like, there's a lot of, like, extinct shit there. But at the same time, they have a lot of stuff that's still alive. But, like, I was looking at the tiger exhibit. And I was like, one day, like, this is all we're going to have of tigers. You know? It's yeah. just this shitty standee oh, yeah. that they made. And I was like, that's sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't really want like a big plethora of tigers coming back into the, you know, a like I wouldn't mind a resurgence of tigers, but it's like, if what if it gets a little out of hand? Right, right, like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's I mean, they do. Some of them do breeding programs, and yeah. it's like more resp- like they're trying to reintroduce wildlife. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I dig that. I can't remember if this is still like a true fact or not, but there's like more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild, or something like that. Oh god, like I could owned see that. by like rich tycoons. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> people who have like wild animals as pets. Like, yeah. I feel like a you know a lifted truck. With all the stuff is quite a lot of compensation, but owning a tiger, that's like some serious compensation. That's like micro penis level compensation. <laughs> like that dude is not getting laid for nothing, so he just has them all eaten. <laughs> Every prostitute he hires, it's like a, that's got to be like a violation of HIPAA. This is a nerd joke. That's got to be like a violation of HIPAA because if you know a dude owns a tiger, then you also know he has the medical condition of having a micro dick. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't. I can't know that you have a tiger, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're violating all sorts of privacy laws. Yeah, like if I went over to a dude's house and he's like, "You want to see my pet tiger?" I'm gonna be like, "No," because you have toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm like, "You're gonna go shoot up a post office one day. I don't want to deal with you." The power of Gillette compelled you. Yeah. He's like, "I just got a bunch of shicks for my tiger." Okay. <laughs> Great. Shit. You still have a tiny penis, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to get a tiger to compensate. That's why, like, I love whenever I see, like, big muscular dudes with tiny dogs. Because it's like, that's a guy that'll fuck you up. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. like, that guy will, like, John Wick anything. your ass. Yeah. yeah. He ain't scared. You hurt that pug. You were yeah. fucked. Yeah. It's like anyone I see with, like, a pit bull or something. Or, like, a big, nasty Rottweiler dog. I'm like, I could probably take you in a fight. I'm like, not the dog, but you? Yeah. It's like, I won't fight a dog. <laughs> Even if it's, like, my life's on the line. I'm like, no, I'm not going to punch a dog. I'm like, humans deserve it 100%. Dogs? No. <laughs> Unless, you know, it's like a coyote or something. I'll punch a, I'll punch the fuck out of a coyote. I don't give a damn. I, the only bad experience I ever had with dogs has honestly been the tiny ones. Really? Yeah. I, I was walking our dog the other day, and like somebody's pit bull, like no shit, this thing's head was bigger than a grapefruit. It scared the <laughs> crap out of me because like yeah. my dog turned around, I'm like what? And I look, and it's just this. It was real friendly, and yeah. like they were coming after it, but like for a second, I'm like, oh god, because <laughs> ours is like, it's technically she's called a Drever. It's basically like a basset hound with like a a wiener dog's head on it. <laughs> But okay. she thinks she's a big, so she'll like try and like snap at other dogs. Yeah. It's like, do not. Yeah. Like, I can't get in between this one. Yeah, my dog Gruber does that. Like, he he gets all tough and like will run at dogs. And then the minute they like look at him, he's like, oh, and just yeah. like does that Scooby Doo halt. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, okay, you think you're bad. Ours does this Blair Witch shit with the neighbor's dogs <laughs> where like she will go to the fence and just. There's three, and like some of them are like a pit bull terrier mix. One's just like kind of a mutt, and they're just barking, like pushing at the fence, like kind of like if they get through, they will like just strip yeah. her piece by piece. Yeah. And she just stands at the fence, doesn't bark, doesn't move, and just like puts her nose to it and stares. <laughs> I'm like, our dog's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> our dog's just tempting them. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of like my dog Piper, because. Uh, because like we found her like she was like a little street dog and i was like she still got has those like street dog instincts where like you know she'll chase a squirrel and i'm like if she catches that squirrel though like like gruber if he got the squirrel he wouldn't know what to do with it but it's like she would be like this is mine now (laughs) like this is food and i'm gonna eat it (laughs) like she has those killer instincts 
So, we got through current events there. I'm glad that that was a good little tangent. I, I enjoyed liked it. it. Yeah. Uh, so, going on to talking points. This is where I get to know you a little better. Go for it. Uh, going into it, comedy. First and foremost, you do comedy. You're a comedian. That's a stupid way to say that word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what got you into it? When did you start? Like, Oh, man. Tell me your story. I had always... Like ever since like middle school, I used to be into like George Carlin and Louis Black and like a lot of like just pissed off older man. Comedy. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean my dad would watch it. Yeah, and I was like I really like this, and then I started listening to like more stuff. I went through you know I heard I heard you on one of the other weeks like I went through the Dane Cook phase. Yeah, I'm like this is fucking hilarious. Oh dude, Vicious Circle killed me the first <laughs> yeah. time I watched. It. I was like this is the funniest thing I've ever watched. Mind Dementia. Basically, yeah. I just always watched Comedy Central. Yeah, so did I. And then by the time I got to college, you know, you got a lot of time on your hands, and uh, I was like, I kind of want to try it. And I went to one open mic. They in Norman at OU they have like an open mic at this Italian restaurant that I think burned down since. Uh, but like I went out one night and like I did okay. It was really nervous. Yeah. Um, and I didn't ever go back. Like none of my friends went. It was just me like drinking in a corner. Yeah. Kind of like now. Yeah. I mean that's just how they always are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I didn't go back. And then like two, three years later, I was working in Missouri after college, and I drove down to Joplin and went to one of the open mics at like mm-hmm. Blackburn Pizza. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And I just like watched, and it was like, oh, next week I'll come and I'll do it. Yeah. The next week, I got a job offer to move back to Tulsa. So it was like, I kind of like forgot all about it. And then yeah. when I got back here, a couple months in, I was just really like bored and kind of depressed. And I was like, I need to look back into open mics. And I found the first shop in the VFW and I came out to the VFW one night yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. I didn't think, just reading, like when you look, when you move here and you're like, the first shop and the VFW, it's like, I know what a VFW is. I'm yeah. Like, this doesn't seem like there's going to be anybody here. Like, I'm going to get booed off by a bunch of, like, drunk vets. Yeah, and then you get there, and there's no vets ever. No. Yeah, like... <laughs> the only vet is the helmet they have in that chair. Like, that's the only vet. Yeah. <laughs> Respect to that. Oh, that's kind of a cool tradition. I don't know. It is a Joe, cool tradition. Joe, yeah, it is a cool tradition. Like, I'm yeah. not knocking the tradition. but no. I was like, most of the time when I'm there, it's comedians. <laughs> and, I mean, that won't be my technical first, but that will always be, like, my home. Like, yeah, I always try and go to the VFW, even though it's currently, it's just like comedians. Yeah, I'm trying to get out there more, but I've been working a lot on Wednesday nights, but that's going to change here soon, so I, I get gotcha. to, I'm going to, because I, I, I made for sure, I was like, you give me Mondays off. <laughs> I was like, I, I got to go to the first shop, because okay. uh, I used to do the parlor, and that's where I started. Okay. And then, uh, then like, we started one on my college campus, so I would go and just kind of, like, host it and, like, riff some stuff there. And uh, you know, colleges are fun. And then, uh, then the first, then once I finally like got to move to Tulsa, right? Uh, I hit the first shop and just you know haven't like stopped. State. I mean, I never went to the comedy parlor. I know it was kind of like an in the round type setup, sort of from yeah. pictures, yeah. But like the, uh, I love the first shop. It's, yeah, the first shop's awesome. It's such a good vibe. It, it is, and it's like I like the setup. Mm-hmm. The stage being upstairs, the you bar. You have to deliberately be at a comedy yeah. show, not yeah. kind of like, what's this shit yeah. going on? Like, you can't walk in. Because what's yeah. cool about it is, like, you can walk in and see that a show isn't going on, and then they'd be like, hey, upstairs there's a show going on, and then right. they can, and, you know, that works. Uh, but yeah, so cool, cool. So yeah. who do you, uh, who are some comics you're uh, into right now? Oh, man. Um, I love, and it's weird because I would never do a musical comedian or comedy set. I love Bo Burnham. I do too. Um, so brilliant. See, that's my thing. I ha- like everybody's always like, Zach, you play guitar. Why don't you play guitar on stage? And I'm like, because I'm not 
that good. Like, it's not like I couldn't, like, I'm, I'm a fine guitar player. Like, I'm okay. Right. But it's like, to for me to go up and play a comedy song, it's like I couldn't do it because I, I'm a lead guitarist. Right. And so I'm just going to want to fucking show off. Exactly. And it's like, and you can't make that funny. No, same way. Yeah. yeah. Same exact thing. I mean, like, did you go to that Dimitri Martin show? Huh, I didn't. See, I could, I could never do that. Even though, like, a lot of it's just, like, simple chord yeah. changes. It's like, I, it's, it's, it's not, like genuine or like original at that point yeah. and then it's also it's like i don't do that or like doing something like what like peter bedgood does where he yes. takes the guitar up and he plays the while he tells jokes like oh that's God, brilliant that. and he yeah. does it so well but it's like i could not do that like because peter just fills that you know he just fills that character so well right and it's just like i couldn't the only other time i've seen like an electric guitarist do stand-up and like well was like on a comedy central presents like one of those like 15 minutes i think where like different comics came up and he was like a metal head that just sang this whole song about robots taking over but it it was well it was hilarious for one (laughs) but the fact that it was just like such a hardcore heavy metal riff that he played with it yeah just made it all so cool that'd be neat and it's like other than that like no i i just can't do it it's like i'll play guitar for someone like if someone's like hey i have a funny song could you come and play guitar? I'll do that. Right. But it's right. like, I don't expect me to like write or do anything of my own. Cause I just, I'm not good at it. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Bo Burnham, Patton Oswalt. Love Patton. Patton's stuff. great. Uh, Pete Holmes. Oh yes. I need to start watching crashing. I do too. I haven't done it, I but show. I love Pete Holmes so much. Especially I started watching that whenever I first started getting serious about stand ups. So yeah. Like, well, this is how it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love Pete. I was just actually watching an interview with him on a show with Nikki Glazer, and that was pretty. Yeah, man, it was just Pete Holmes. I just, I just think he's hilarious. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, I love that bit he does about like your girlfriend's parents. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love his the. I don't think it's from this special, but the special before where he's like Han Solo, Han Solo. Dude was with Chewie all the time. <laughs> it's to be like Han Duo. And I was like, that's good. It's a silly joke. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else do we got? So you do a, you have a YouTube show, right? I do, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't been real active with it. I, I mean, made like one shitty pilot. And... Hey, one shitty pilot is a start, you know? Well, I'm actually, like, I got bolstered up. The other week I was watching John... Uh, John Tyler does a like YouTube show. Yeah, the yeah, and yeah. I was watching him and Ryan Green, and like they mentioned the cooking show, and it's like, well, fuck, now I got like yeah. somebody actually gave me like credit for it, and it's like I got to go back to it. So I'm actually like I, I'm going to that Real Big Fish concert tonight. Yeah. My friend's coming down from Bartlesville, so I'm gonna film an episode after this. Actually, nice, nice, yeah, cool, yeah. So and then, and then um, I haven't written down what's it called Public Access Live. That the channel name? Or... Oh my, no, mine's Chef Kingston. Chef Kingston, okay. yeah. Yeah, Public Access Live is John Tyler's thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Made that mistake, sorry. Oh, fine. Uh, so that's cool. So on the show, you... It's just a cooking show. Cooking show. It's mostly me getting drunk and then cooking through recipes that... Nice. Do you just pick random recipes or do you have like... It's stuff that I've either doctored or that I've come up with on my own. Like I've got like a working list of like ideas and like recipes and stuff I want to do. Oh, that cool. first one I did was hour and 20 minute video about how to make tortillas i didn't even make tacos <laughs> i made one goddamn piece of a dish hey that's <laughs> important some people don't know how to make tortillas no one needs to really i mean i i definitely like mine versus like going to the store and buying them because they, yeah. they're easy to make but yeah no, I've, I've always to, liked cooking 
Yeah, that's cool. So you make up the recipes? Is, I try to. Yeah. yeah, I mean a lot of uh, like I might find something for reference and then I'll tweak it and make it my own. Okay, so you like you have a pretty good understanding of like certain because like that's where I fail as like a cook is where like I just don't know what goes good together because <laughs> I'm a very picky eater in general. So I'm just I like I don't want to fucking put this shit in here. I've always been really adventurous. Like my parents yeah. were good about outside of stuff that it's like if I tried it and I didn't like it. They never, like, let me order off a kid's menu or something. Like, it was always kind of like, you're going to eat whatever the fuck we eat. Yeah. And, like, it sounds cruel, but it pushes you to, like, develop your, like, palate. So, like, I always, like, when I go to get tacos, I love tacos. It's hard not to love tacos. I'm always getting the weird fucking meats because that is the best shit at a taqueria. Yeah. Tacos down, just down the street. I've never been there, surprisingly. I need to go. We need to go sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Lengua, the beef tongue. Tripe, the beef yeah. small intestine, and boucher, which is pork stomach. God, that sounds all disgusting. It sounds terrible, but it's so fucking good. Really? The tripe is kind of like if somebody made a taco out of hot pork rinds almost. Hmm. The tongue is just like cut up steak. Yeah. And the stomach, there's not a really good way to describe that. It just tastes good. <laughs> it doesn't have an interesting... Like the tripe is crispy because they fry the shit. It's like chitlins in a taco. Yeah. Okay. I always try and be adventurous. Um... I always try and try new things, and then as a consequence of that, you develop. It's kind of like, oh, you know, like, they make it work with, like, those spices and yeah. fruits and stuff. And, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to be more adventurous. I, I really am. I'm, you know, I've never been a big vegetable guy, but, like, I'm starting to kind of be like, all right, I'm going to try to, like, suck it up and eat some vegetables. Like, there's only, like, a handful that I'm, like, I am for sure never going to eat, and what it's, like, broccoli, cauliflower, and um onions i just can't get into onions Whoa. yeah i just have never liked onions or anything with onions in it that's a tough one the broccoli i've gotten over i didn't i hated broccoli to start i feel like i could get over it but i just i'm, I'm not willing to try cauliflower <laughs> is the hardest one for me yeah my like, yeah ugh. my that's mom one time made cauliflower potatoes oh, and no. she was like eat them and i was like She's like, they taste like potatoes. I'm like, no, they don't. They taste like cauliflower. They They're called cauliflower potatoes, mom. <laughs> They're not called potatoes. It's like, if they tasted like potatoes, it'd be a fucking potato. <laughs> like, this is cauliflower that you cut into strips. Like, I don't want to eat this. I found, so not to like plug like recipe shit, the one that works for me if you do want a potato substitute, rutabagas. Rutabagas? Ugliest things ever. Yeah. It looks like a giant, it's a cross between a turnip and a cabbage. But if you actually, you got to run it through a blender though, because they don't mm-hmm. mash up nice like potatoes do. Yeah, tastes just like a potato, kind of sweeter. Hmm. Huh. Perfect substitute. Texture's right. Not like that riced cauliflower shit that people try and pass <laughs> off. It's cauliflower pizza crust. Get the fuck out of yeah. my face. With that. <laughs> it's not- garbage, and that's all it will ever be. That <laughs> is. I want pizza. I want pizza. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know you were such a you know culinary expert i'm actually very uh surprised by that that's cool that's very because like i like cooking yeah. i've always been fascinated by it i love like watching food network stuff like that uh it but like i said i'm just like such a picky bitch when it comes to eating like i would love to have like if i like my i used to have a dream where i was like i wanted guy fieri's job like to go all over the place and just eat this <laughs> shitty food that's also delicious but like clearly not good for you, right. and it's like I like I would kill to have a job like that, oh just to God. travel. And it's like that or like uh, one with like drinking. Oh, see, I'm such like an Anthony Bourdain fan. Yeah. Oh my God, that yeah, that to me is like the dream. Yeah. Because like I always, I'm like, I'd be cool to be a chef, but like the hours are gonna suck. And it's yeah. like 
now that I'm married and I'm like moving forward, it's like I can never go to that life. Yeah, and it's like, you know, to get to like big chef level is probably so you so gotta hard. Grind out yeah, so fucking much. Yeah, I mean, like to get to a Gordon Ramsay level mm-hmm. of chefdom. I feel like I missed the because it's oh like especially when you like read biographies and stuff or like Kitchen Confidential by Anthony Bourdain. It's like, yeah. You got to start out young. You got to be willing to do all the shit. Take everything. Don't put up a fight. Yeah. And like kind of like 15 years down the line, you'll make it. Yeah. And it's like I've been having like issues with that lately because it's like anybody who's like with comedy, especially like anybody who starts at certain times, you know, everyone's going to be there's always going to be a varying difference of like talent and uh, work ethic. You know, like I was listening to some it was uh, Conan's podcast. He's talking to Ron Funches and it's like Ron Funches was like after six years, I started to like get big time gigs and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, Hannibal Burris is one of my favorites. It's like it took him like 12, 13 years to finally get to where he was starting to take off, you know. So it's like it's really, I think, just a matter of like Slash is always something I always like I started playing guitar before Slash started. Like Slash started. Oh, you mean age wise? I'm like, that's not. Yeah, age wise, age wise, age wise. Yeah, like when I like Slash started when he was like 15 or 16, and I was like 13 or 14. And okay. so, like after reading that, I was like, oh, I should be better than Slash. But the more I think about it, I'm like, well, fuck no, I'm not gonna be better than Slash. I'm like, Slash probably spent every day of his life playing guitar, and it's like me. It's like I'm spending hour you know an hour to maybe three a day playing guitar and it's like that's not enough it's like these guys who you know pete townsend who's one of my favorites it's like he would play the moment he got home from school until like he went to bed right you know and it's like i just my favorite is dimebag daryl yeah and uh that dude used to play on the toilet yeah like that's a level of commitment it's kind of like you can write jokes on the toilet you can play phone games on the toilet but to play like a whole fucking guitar and like n- no i couldn't imagine doing that no no that's i mean like the positioning would be hard the position would be very hard i mean i guess it depends on the spatial yeah uh, allowances of your bathroom like in my parents house on my bath there was no way i could have done it in that bathroom <laughs> i would have had to hold the guitar like this like that, straight up and down <laughs> that level of commitment though it's like oh i got to i got to poop but i'm not going to stop practicing yeah it's like instead of taking a book i'm going to take my entire <laughs> guitar <laughs> They're like, hey, is he taking a whole drum set into the bathroom with him? And they're like, yeah, man, that's his process. This is how he gets better. He shits and lays beats. <laughs> fat beats. Yeah, fat beats. That's hilarious. And uh, what else do I got on here? I saw last week you did a show at the, or last was last week or the week before at the Rabbit Hole? Yeah, do, yeah, I, I actually try and get up there like every week. I'm not do doing like, it this um, Friday. Improv stuff? Yeah, yeah. I just I signed up for a class. Because, you know, like, I always enjoy watching SNL, and a lot mm. of those a lot of those guys weren't necessarily, like, stand-ups. They were, like, yeah, they actors and, like, improv. And, yeah. And it was like, you know, I'll try it. Because, I mean, I like riffing on stuff on stage. And, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I like to just be unprepared. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it helps, it helps you be more at home on the stage. Yeah. So it was like, I'll do the level one class. And I loved it because it was just games. Yeah. And, uh... Now I've been doing all the Who's Line shows. I'm now in his level two, Jason Watts's level yeah, two yeah. class. Cool. Uh, probably gonna do level three because I want to be on the Tulsa Night Live. Yeah. Was that? Is your? Did I see? Uh, there's like an advertisement for it. Was your dad on one of those? Yeah. Okay. My dad and Jason did uh, improv together in Stillwater for a couple years, nice. and that's kind of how, like, I knew to go to the comedy parlor, because like I messaged Jason and was like, hey, you know. I was like, I know you do this. I was like, how would I go about it? And like, he kind of helped me out. Oh, nice. And so, 
uh yeah so my dad yeah he was up there last weekend last weekend i think yeah i'd seen it yeah i saw the advertisement it was like we're gonna have don amen out here and i'm like hey yeah does that name sound familiar yeah he uh he does improv from time to time that's awesome yeah he uh he likes it i mean yeah he did like second city a lot when he was like my age and oh wow yeah like he went because he lived in la around when he was like 23 or something and uh like started doing second city stuff but then i came along (laughs) i came along and ruined everything (laughs) but uh that's cool though so you like improv you like um i didn't think i was gonna you didn't think honest yeah and i mean i hope if jason listens to this i hope he doesn't think poorly of it because i i took one acting class my senior year of college because i had like i only needed six hours and i had to take 12 to maintain full-time status so i just took a bunch of blow-off classes and my acting class was okay, but like he talked about improv at one point, and just I remember listening to it, and I was already starting to think about stand up. Yeah, and I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. I hate yeah. everything he stands for, <laughs> like the positivity around yeah. it. Improv can either be really good, like improv, it's like comedy. It'll either be like really, really good, mm-hmm. or it's the hardest thing in the world oh to watch. God. And it's I remember like in high school we would do improv a lot, and there were a group of us that were like always pretty solid and like did decent. And then, like, that one kid would get on stage and be like, who wants to throw tampons? And you're just like, Jesus Christ, why do you exist? Like, go away. You just ruined the whole show. (laughs) Now nobody wants to do anything. Oh, yeah, my experiences before this. Like, I've been lucky. All the the shows at the Rabbit Hole are great they're yeah they're fire i hear it's like a really nice environment like it it's perfect so for it yeah yeah well, and then the byob aspect we had a great show friday night and no shit there were three people in like the front row and they had like a full service fucking bar running that's awesome like it was kind of like i really want to have a drink with these guys yeah because they had like bottles of wine liquor they were doing shots they brought their own fucking copper mugs and were making moscow <laughs> those are people who are prepared yeah most people just bring like beer they had like a cutting board and limes and like oh my god damn they came with a whole setup yeah this is like fucking cocktail to go yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool i have yet to get out there i need to go check it out it's always busy the night city shows yeah but like i said that's gonna change soon i won't have to work weekends anymore <laughs> uh but that's pretty cool. And then uh, lastly on the talking points, you are you got married not too long ago, correct? Yeah, November 3rd. November 3rd, right? Sure. How's it go? How's it been going? 3 months in? Been great. 3 months? Mm, yeah. December? No, 2 months in. Eh, yeah. About 3. About 3. Yeah. three. About three. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. You, know, you got a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm actually I'm doing an improv show on Valentine's Day night. Nice. I had I was like when when the opportunity came up, I'm like I want to do it, but I got to check it home first. Yeah. She's like, no, I think that sounds great. She's yeah. like, it's like dinner and a show. I'm like, but I'm in the show. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fu- that's fun. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, uh, and uh, when we were talking last week or the week before, you were telling me about your honeymoon trip. Yeah. You got to go like check out the uh, Guinness factory and everything. Yeah, yeah. We we did a week in Iceland and then a week in Ireland, and uh, Ireland was aw- not that Iceland was bad, but Ireland was just yeah so fucking fun. Oh my god! I'd like to go there one day. It's it's beautiful, and it wasn't nearly as like crazy expensive as Iceland is. Yeah, Uh, I mean like the euro is stronger than the dollar right now, so that's the only way you get screwed over. But like Iceland, because we we did like an Airbnb to like save money, and then we like we tried cook in some nights Mm -hmm. because Icelandic food's not like that great. It's fucking weird stuff. Yeah, (laughs) like fish jerky and lamb head. Yeah. Uh, So we went to the grocery store, and dude, like. 
a pack of chicken thighs like you'd buy at Walmart, twenty dollars American. Wow. Yeah. The only thing that was cheap was like lamb. Even apple an apple like per apple was two fifty. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Tomatoes, I mean all of it was just it's like we made pasta one night and like it was kinda <laughs> like Yeah, let's not go to the grocery store. Today. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That is expensive. But you had a good time? Had a oh, good time. a great yeah. time. I mean, Iceland as a whole is kind of like if Ikea was a country. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it cold in Iceland while you were there? Um, Not that bad, honestly. Okay. I mean, it was like 40s, 50s okay. all days. Just real rainy. Yeah. And then Ireland was like the perfect mix of spring and autumn. Oh, nice. Because it's like all green like spring, but it's basically you can wear a sweater all the time. Yeah. Cool. Like, stew and soup always sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it hard to understand people at any point in time? Because like sometimes you hear people with Irish accents and they're hard to. No, because I always like doing accents. So like oh. because I practice doing them, <laughs> I can I can like unravel it in my head. Because yeah. like my wife Victoria would always be like, "What the fuck did they just say?" And I'm like, "He just said we're gonna go around the corner, take a left under the cellar, and that's where the bar is gonna be back yeah. there." Ask for John. She's like, "How did you get that?" And I'm like. I don't know. I just have an ear for it. <laughs> it's like, I make fun of these people. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I no, s- I do the same thing about yeah. Japanese people. <laughs> I have this whole thing where it's like you can just, it's like I love taking Spanish phrases and saying them in just the most ridiculous like Japanese accent possible. Like, donde esta la biblioteca? You know? And everyone's just like, why do you do that? And I'm like, because it's hilarious. It's like, crazy. Or I like to do Japanese gibberish. I'm like, you know, like that. Always funny. Someone's got a, I can't think of the comedian. Someone does a bit where they're talking about like they tried to speak Japanese and they essentially said something about like being, oh, it's Trevor Noah, I think. Uh-oh. Trevor Noah's got one in his standup about like trying to practice Japanese and the Japanese guy looks at him and he's like, you are a dolphin? <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, I got that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The language is ridiculous over there oh my god like even my grandmother who's like full-on japanese is like i don't know slang words and i'm like so you can't talk to anybody here huh and she's like no (laughs) and i'm like great formal is dead (laughs) (laughs) so moving on to the first game the three questions game is where i ask you three questions i have my questions over here shoot because like i said i forgot to you know get more of these what are these index Index cards cards. (laughs) (laughs) So, first question. What is your favorite era of the Power Rangers? Oh, my God. Um, I'm so glad I know this because I'm not a huge Power Rangers guy. Uh, the one I remember the best was, I think it was Power Rangers Galaxy. Okay. Was that the one that had, like, the, like, daggers and, like, one of them was, like, a tiger? Like, they had, like, different animals. Ah, oh, man. It made, like, the Mega... Not the Megazord. I don't... I'm so I'm so out on my Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, I am too. But it was Galaxy, I think, though. Galaxy, yeah. I, remember, I think like, that was one of the ones I watched. There were different cats or something, and they'd come together. Yeah. Because it was like the perfect mix of like Beast Wars and Thundercats, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Cool. I was uh, partial. To yourself? I'm partial to the first era, the Mighty Morphin Rangers. I gotcha. Because uh, I still think Ivan Ooze is one of the greatest villains ever made for movies. And I defy anyone to argue that with me. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on to the next question. Do you have a favorite improv actor? Ooh, improv actor. um, I was going to ask comedian, but like I've already asked that before. No, no, you're fine. Improv actor. um, 
You know, I mean, honestly, I really like, and it's not just because he's from Tulsa. I think Bill Hader is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Bill Hader's one of the funniest, I think. Bill Hader or Will Ferrell. Yeah. I, was, I, I forget, and it's crazy because that, I think, it was how he started in comedy was Will Ferrell doing improv. Yeah. But, like, uh, Will Ferrell's also great. Yeah, Will Ferrell's one of the OGs. Oh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the Holmes and Watson movie did not do well. I didn't. Did you see all. it? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. See, I want to see it. Like, every review, though, I saw was just, like, dumb. <laughs> I liked it because it took, like, because I, I don't watch Sherlock, but that's, like, a pretty serious series, right? Oh, yeah. Sherlock's good. I've watched it, yeah. I wanted to see, and this is just me being a dick, I wanted to see Will Ferrell and John C. Riley just come along and shit all over it. Kind of. See, like, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was, yeah. like... Because the minute I saw, like, them doing the selfie trailer in the trailer, I was like, oh, guys. I was like, you can't make modern jokes in a period piece. I'm like, that doesn't work, oh, nor was, will it ever. It was going to be, like, a worse version of Step Brothers. Yeah. About what I expected. And it's like, what I was hoping they'd do is kind of make fun of, like, how ridiculous Sherlock Holmes can be. <laughs> and I, I guess they did not do that at all. So it's disappointing. And then the last question I have is, what is the most watched TV series in the world? Oh my god! Oh yeah, this one actually surprised me. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like what is the longest running TV series, which I'd have a chance at the most watched. Can I ask for one hint? It's British. Okay, well there we go. I was going to ask what the country of origin was, like a fucking spelling bee. Um, <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> it was. It's British. It's a British show. I'm going to either say The Office or Britain's Got Talent. Top Gear, actually. Shit. Yeah. I totally went over that. Okay. Yeah. I was reading these, looking up, like, questions. The last question is always, like, some insane question that I don't think anyone should be able to answer. Because uh, it's just, it makes me laugh to watch you struggle. No, right. I'm kidding. But uh, I was reading through, like, a bunch of TV facts. And I, upon stumbling upon that, I also found this just sad story about a, a reporter lady from like the 70s that like she was the first lady or first person to commit suicide on television and i was like damn pioneer but damn <laughs> and then i was like i wonder if that footage exists anywhere it doesn't but that's okay i didn't want to watch it anyway uh i'm <laughs> secretly like totally yeah to secretly i'm like i need something to jerk off to um oh no i'm kidding that's disgusting sean i only I am so vanilla when it comes to porn. <laughs> Interracial only. Okay, I'm progressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hi, do you want to make commercials but don't want to stick to normal TV conventions? Then come on down to We Make Commercials Now! You may know us from our government shutdown PSA or our elaborate commercial for the lavish Ed Helms Deep Resort. We have everything you need to make the commercial of your dreams without any of those legal fucks telling you what to censor. You own a furniture store and want to show two of your couches fucking? Go right ahead. Let those couches fuck to your heart's desire. Want to promote your music store by showing how many instruments you can play with your butt? Then hit those brown notes, buddy. Want to put naked girls in your truck to boost your truck sales? Just don't drive with the tailgate open like last year. Head on down to 69th and Miller and make a commercial now for the low price of $49.99. Getting back into it. Welcome back from the break. I'm here with my guest, Sean Singleton. How you doing? Still doing great. Still doing great. Yeah. Cool. So it's coming back from the... Coming back from the break, first thing we're going to do, joke of the week. 
Oh, nice. Uh, if you ever want to write a joke of the week for the show, you may. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I I submitted one one time, and uh, I hated it after I submitted it. Yeah. I heard uh, it was like you and Laura Cook, and it was such a bad... Like, after I heard it, I'm like, God, I'm never submitting oh, yeah, another yeah. joke. No, no, it was fine. None of the jokes I have written are good. Like, today, <laughs> this one's bad, too. So this is your joke of the week written by me. Uh, a 10-year-old boy is the youngest to bowl a perfect game and, at the same time, was the coolest kid at Chad's birthday. Because <laughs> who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, there was a time, fun fact, there was a time when that was the highest paid athletic. Really? Like, yes. I shit you a not. Bowler? In the 70s, like I read this somewhere, people on the PBA, they were like making the most money. Not like now where it's baseball, like Aaron yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. It was bowlers. Wow. Yeah. I feel like you got to pay a lot of money to keep bowlers around. Because <laughs> they're like, I feel like bowling, like bowlers understand that this like is not a sport. Oh, it is bullshit. It's like golf. It's just for fun. It's a hobby. It's not a sport. It's not meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> it's not meant to be watched. It's things to do with your coworkers. Yeah. Drunk. It's things that the mayor does on Tuesdays or the president does to avoid anything. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that those are my stances on bowling and golf. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I just have never been, never been into either of them. I remember I tried golfing once with my dad as a kid, and I remember it was like terrible. And I was like, I had to hit from the woman's spot, and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, a, I think the clubs, I think the clubs were too big for me anyway. So I was just like, this is too much. I think I think you highlighted a very sexist factor of golf is that the there's fact a that we, female. We delineate spot. for genders on yeah. where you can start from. That's well, fucked up, man. As we know, Sean, women not good at sports. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? I don't know. Let's look at the WNBA stats here. No. <laughs> Would they keep statistics on that? I have no idea, actually. <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's important. Uh, no, if you're a female who does sports, congratulations. You've you've broken the glass ceiling. Oh, it's impressive. It is. Like I, you know, I suck at sports. Always sucked at sports. So, Never I'm always that. impressed by people who can do anything. Cuz I can do nothing. <laughs> How you do know? you find the will to get out of bed in the morning? Yeah. Like you know what I love to watch like people do is dance. Really? And it's like I can't dance for shit, but I love to watch people dance, man. It's so much fun. I just like to watch it. I'm like they're so good and I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, my friends took me into a EDM concert one time, and I watched the people more than I... I mean, there's nothing to watch on stage. It's no. just two dudes. It's just a dude. Yeah. It's like, DJ concerts are idiotic. Like, you're literally just watching a guy hit a button and jump for mm. at least an hour and a half. I don't get it. It is, it's like, the main draw is that everybody there is on drugs. Like, oh. that's about it. Yeah, I just, I, I've, I've seen people try and argue it, like, from an artist, like, a musical standpoint. They're like, yeah. no, this is true, like, house step. No. Like, the only thing I, like, love about EDM are remixes. Like, if you can remix a song yeah. to, like, be better than the original or, like, somewhat close, I'm all about it. Right. Yeah, like, I have a couple that I've listened to of like some pop songs that have made me just like, I can't listen to them anymore. Really? Like the remix is so much better, but like original content, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like this isn't <laughs> like, you didn't do anything special. You just, you, it's kind of like the new classical music in a way. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get, I get that point. Yeah. I, I like classical. Music. The only EDM I can really ever get behind is like dead mouse. And like, yeah, even then I'm not a huge fan. Yeah. Cause he's kind of a mellower. 
Right. And like, there's just stuff that I appreciate from like a composition yeah. standpoint. But then it's like, I don't need eight minutes of it. Like, yeah. At least a symphony, like, there's motifs, movements. Yeah. It's need... like, I don't need eight minutes of the same robot <laughs> shaking sound. Yeah. Yeah. Like, every beat, I think, in EDM is just interchangeable. You can just put in any song and it'll work. <laughs> I feel like you could just plug any EDM song to that Night at the Roxbury clip and it would probably work. Yeah. Exactly. Sync up. And it's like, I'm not knocking it. It's fine. I just right. don't think that you know we should just watch a dude press buttons on stage like if you have a presence like i know like marshmallow or deadmau they have their mass they have like a presence you know but you know i saw ganja white knight and it was just two dudes and they just had their hats on backwards and we're like hey throwing their hands in the air and i'm like how do you enjoy this? Because it's like you ha- it has to be the easiest gig in the world. Because you know everybody oh who's showing up is just like completely wiped on drugs. So you just have you could literally just hit play and everyone would be like, "I'm into this. Yeah, I'm into this. Crazy fucking night. Yeah." Or they'll look at their finger lights. That was the thing that I watched the most was like people who would just stop everything to stare at dudes with lights on their fingers or like the poi spinning. Yeah, yeah. Or the hula hoops. Oh my god, the hula hoops. They are the most obnoxious people. Festival EDM people. They are so obnoxious. I have friends that are like super into it, and I'm just like, I love that you. They always try to get me to go, and it's like I love you guys, but I don't want to camp. No. It's like if I want to go to a concert, I just want to go to the concert, see the show go home i don't want to camp for three days with a bunch of nasty people like that sounds terrible especially like being on drugs the whole time no well that sounds even worse <laughs> yeah, i saw rocklahoma what is gonna have ozzy and it's like i don't want to do rocklahoma yeah like every rocklahoma like my friends try to get me to go but every time they've gone it just sounds like it's just shitty and I just don't want it. They're like, it's mud. It got muddy, and like I lost my shoes, and yeah. it's like, why do you want to torture yourself for this type of enjoyment? Well, isn't it always in like June or something? Yeah, it's like the beginning of May or something. Oh fuck that! No yeah. way. It's always hot. Yeah, hot yeah. As shit. It's out in like prior outdoors, no like I trees. I go to prior every day. I don't need to go for. A <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one should go to prior ever. No. <laughs> it shouldn't uh, shouldn't even exist as a place. <laughs> Uh, if you're from Pryor, please know that I'm serious. Move away from that town. Claremore is like 15 miles down the road, and it's growing. Pryor isn't. I've never seen so many buildings just empty. Dilapidated. <laughs> Dilapidated. Like, the nicest building in Pryor is the KFC, and it's like, that's saying something. Because <laughs> that's not the nicest KFC. <laughs> So, enough of shitting on Pryor. <laughs> Sorry, Pryor. Uh, but get your shit together. So, what's the last show or movie you watched? Ooh, last show or movie. Uh, we're we're working through Grace and Frankie season five right now on Netflix. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. At, at any of it? or Mm-mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I really like it. Yeah. It's a fun dynamic between, like, Lily Tomlin's character and... Uh, God, I cannot think of the other one. Oh, and I, damn, I can't either. And I because know. at the VFW, like all I can think of now is like Hanoi Jane. Because if yeah. you've ever been in there, like they put the stupid sign on the urinals. Yeah. Uh, God damn. Jane Fonda. Yes, there thank you. Hanoi Jane. I was like Jane, Jane Fonda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole American Dad episode about that. That's why. I... Oh, okay. Wait. Do you watch American Dad? I do watch American Dad. Oh, my friends watch it. I'm so I... happy I have someone that. 
I haven't like seen a lot of the new stuff yet because I've just kind of been behind. But I, I was always a Family Guy fan, and then I watched American Dad, and I was like, American Dad is almost like funnier to it's me. It's better. It's better written, I it's, think. And I mean, because you talked about Seth MacFarlane being one of your favorite. Yeah, writers. he's one of my favorite writers. I, ever. I will rewatch because there's not as many American Dads. Yeah. It's backwards to Family Guy. Like, I always feel Family Guy and South Park, like, the earlier episodes were better. Yeah, it's like, I feel like American Dad kind of took what Family Guy was supposed to be. Yep. And then Family Guy just got ridiculous. American Dad has gotten, since you haven't watched the newer stuff, it gets better, yeah. I think. Like, it gets funnier. Like, I even debated, now that I know you would understand this reference, when I was designing yeah. my show, I was like, what if I created a character each week? Like, kind of like Roger. Yeah. Like, no, I don't have that fucking budget for costumes. Yeah. I had this big revelation one time about Roger on that show where I was like, oh, no wonder he gets away with everything. It's because he's fucking fast. They have that whole episode where he's like, I'm really fast. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's why he can do everything that he does. He's not human. They never touch on that flash fact yeah. of just like. Because like I, I consider American Dad to be like more grounded than Family Guy. But at the same time, it's not. It's still just as ridiculous. <laughs> I think they got away. They don't have the crutch of the cutaway. Yeah, they don't Which have is the what Family Guy gets ripped on so much for. Yeah, but yeah, because it, it it seems like the stories are more grounded in American Dad, whereas like Family Guy it can get a little. Family Guy here lately, I will say, has done a little better. Better, I yeah. love. Did you watch that Trump guy one? Uh huh. That was I think a week or two ago. That was fucking great. Because generally, like South Park to me has gone downhill because it's too much current event. Yeah. Like it's just hammered all the time. Where like I liked the old ones where it was just nonsense. You know, like Mr. Tally. Yeah. Or not Mr. Hanky and Tally and like the ninja weapons. I will say this uh, last season of South Park was that was great, phenomenal. Oh my god, so good. (laughs) Integrity Farms bit. Integrity Farms. The whole like fact that there's a school shooting and everyone's just like, oh god damn it, we got to focus on this test and no one's like paying attention to it at all. It couldn't have worked better too. That I feel like. And it may just be, like, what do they call that? The uh, Mandela effect? Yeah. That I feel like limes started appearing in Tulsa, like, the same week that that episode about the scooters. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so creepy. Because I never saw them until that episode. I just saw people going, I'm like, is that an electric scooter? Yeah. And at first it's like, what a fucking nerd. And then I'm like, oh, no, these are the coolest things ever. Yeah, yeah. And once I rode one, I was like, this is dope. Oh, my God. Yeah, I saw the South Park episode. And then, like, the next week at the first shop, I was like, what the fuck? These are <laughs> yeah. real. I was like, I thought they were just making fun of something. And then uh, the whole uh, say you're sorry about not believing in man bear pig. Like <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever watched in a TV show. The fact that they like completely were like, yeah, you were right. We're sorry. And like did that was so funny. Because my favorite part was when they're like, we have to summon Satan. And he's like, this isn't going to work. This is stupid. Why did we agree to this? And then Satan shows up and he's like, God damn it, Al Gore. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I oh died. I was like, that is so... The fact that they like came around and were like, maybe he was right. You know, it's so good. That Al Gore voice. That fucked with me because I just started writing a bit like about like... It's got Al Gore referenced in it. And I was trying to do an Al Gore impression. And I was like, I'm just going to end up doing the South Park yeah. one. I'm like, what does he actually sound like? And I played a clip. I'm like... No, that's so hard. There's no, like, <laughs> like... It's like they nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, god damn it. Like, I can either do the South Park one that if you see it, you'll get it. But if yeah. you haven't, it doesn't make any sense. That's funny. God. I am super serial. <laughs> I got this new game that I want to play with you. Okay. 
his game is called Vapor Snow Cone. <laughs> so I'm going to name some flavors, and you're going to tell me if it's a vape or a snow cone. Okay. So the first flavor is blueberry. Both? That is a weed strain. Well, I mean, I knew that too, but like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one is cherry pie. Vape. Also a weed strain. Oh, my God. And then the last one is bubble gum. Also a weed strain. Also a weed strain. Yeah. There you go. You're getting it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm trying to prove that there's like, there's a gray area here in where we're naming these things. It's like, I feel like it's a little too cute. Vape flavors should not be named cute things because they're dangerous. Yeah. And then finally, you got any plugs? You got anything coming up? Oh, after I film today, the second episode of Chef Kingston. Check that out, YouTube? Yeah. Check it out on YouTube, yeah. Chef Kingston. Yeah, thank you. Um, be making Coca-Cola chicken wings today. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a Chinese recipe I actually got from my wife. Um, they used to do, her and her friends would do these funky fresh Fridays at yeah. OSU where like, they'd rotate out recipes. Huh. And they had a Chinese foreign exchange student that brought that recipe. And she, like, when we first started dating, she's like, you got to try this. That's pretty cool. It's so fucking good. Okay, so wait. Your girl, your, sorry, wife. Yes. Went to OSU. I went to OSU. And you went to OSU. Now, how does this work? Her uh, her twin, fraternal, because otherwise uh-huh. the story sounds creepy. Uh, her fraternal twin and I were friends because we both had a lot of classes together. Because she was, like, a comp sci major and I was chemical engineering so we had a lot of like math and science courses together and we would hang out and there was one time where I was talking about going to Oktoberfest. She's like, oh, you got to go and meet my sister. That's all I got out of it. Yeah. Go and meet my sister. The other end of this was a total setup. Like she knew that it was like a blind date oh. type deal. I was fucking annihilated wasted before <laughs> I even got there. Like my dad drove us. So it was like, I don't have to have any fucking responsibility. Yeah. Like I was, I got to, the, I was so drunk. Like, I was, the first time meeting her, we ranted about, like, nerdy science shit for, like, an hour, and then I didn't see her, and she came back later to say goodbye, and I, like, got up, and I'm like, it was so nice meeting you, and I, like, hugged her, and then, like, I woke up in the morning, like, terrible, splitting headache, and I'm like, who the fuck is Victoria Thomas? And I'm like, oh, I remember now. Yeah. That is hilarious. <laughs> and it so worked old, out. Yeah, four years later, got married. Nice. It yeah. worked out. That is really funny. Yeah. It's uh, my girlfriend hated me the first time she met me because <laughs> she met we met at college and it was at a, a Greek event and I was in the I was in the uh, fraternity and uh, I was I guess I don't remember this and she was like well that's because you were hammered drunk and I was like <laughs> I don't think I was but I must have been because uh, she was like you were the biggest asshole and I was like. Really? I was like, I don't remember being that bad. She was like, not like you were a douche to people. She was just like, you just had that, oh, this guy's an asshole vibe. And I was like, okay, I guess that's fair. I was like, I can, I can live with that. And then, uh, lo and behold, hey, it works. Yeah, that's the that's the takeaway for the kids out there. Is yeah, alcohol will always lead to fruitful relationships. Yeah, alcohol and like hating the person before you start <laughs> dating him really helps. You just have a disdain for that person. Yeah. Really works out. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, that's about that's about everything, man. That's yeah, we've got. Is, I really love coming on. This is a lot of fun. Oh man, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so Thanks glad you could do it. Me. I'm yeah. gonna definitely have you on again. Oh, I'd I, love uh, to. I'm gonna. So uh, 
one kind of last plug and someone I've been playing around with. And I think now you've inspired me to do it. <laughs> doing like your show, doing John's show. I kind of want to introduce maybe like a two part thing to like one video would be cooking and the next video will be having someone over for like dinner and like an interview type. Thing. Oh shit. I would be so down to do that. I have like the other community and be like, what's your favorite thing? Like we're yeah. cook through it and then we'll eat and shoot the shit. No, if I, if I do it, you make me whatever. I'm not going to, cause you have inspired me to be more adventurous in what I eat. You're going to, you're going to, so, it's going to, oh man, the onion thing is going to kill me. I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll deal okay. with it. I will deal with it. That just sound me saying that makes it sound like I just go home and eat onions. And like every oatmeal and onions. Yeah, oatmeal. Apple I've just it's just never been into it. Maybe it's maybe it's just because I've never had like a meal prepared that actually does good with onions. I don't know. I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I would so be down to do that. That sounds awesome. I'm always down to eat food that people make for me. I am never against that idea. There we go. That might yeah. that might be what this becomes. All right. Well, hell yeah. Well, man. I'd love to have you on some other time. I'm sure I will. We'll see you around. And uh, thanks, buddy. Thank you.